The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Glory to you, O Lord. Great crowds were traveling with Jesus, and he turned and addressed them. If anyone comes to me without hating his father and mother, wife and children, brothers and sisters, and even his own life, he cannot be my disciple. Whoever does not carry his own cross and come after me cannot be my disciple. Which of you wishing to construct a tower does not first sit down and calculate the cost to see if there is enough for its completion? Otherwise, after laying the foundation and finding himself unable to finish the work, the onlooker should laugh at him and say, this one began to build, but did not have the resources to finish. Or what king marching into battle would not first sit down and decide whether with 10,000 troops he can successfully oppose another king advancing upon him with 20,000 troops? But if not, while he is still far away, he will send a delegation to ask for peace terms. In the same way, any one of you who does not renounce all his possessions cannot be my disciple. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Well, good morning. You know, it seems that the gospel readings the last few weeks have been full of uh, some of Jesus' most difficult sayings, most challenging sayings. And this week, the trend, the trend continues. In this reading, he tells us that you can't be his disciple unless you hate your father and mother and renounce all your possessions. Um, we think of these as a couple of his difficult sayings, and we, we call them that, we refer to them that way. But friends, it's not the sayings that are, it's not the sayings really that are difficult. It's the truth that's difficult to hear. And Jesus loves his people enough to warn them in these very forceful ways not to let something that is less than God become God in our lives not to let something that is less than God become the God of our lives. The first commandment is to love the Lord our God with all our being and all our strength. And we human beings are prone to loving something else. St. Thomas Aquinas uh, categorized these other things that, that we love and put them into, into four kind of buckets. Uh, power, wealth, pleasure, and honor. Uh, the crowd that was following Jesus in this gospel were prone to the same temptations we are. And so he tells them, and he tells us, not to let something that is less than God be our God. Love God first. The affection we have for other things will find their proper place when your affection for him has the first place. So renounce the gods of wealth, honor, power, and pleasure because, as he said, any one of you who does not renounce all his possessions cannot be my disciple. And it's a natural reaction, I think, when we hear these, these sayings said in, in quite this way. Uh, some of us say, 
and they probably said it back then too in, in, uh, in their own way. So am I supposed to just go home and have a yard sale? Get everything, you know? Yard sale today, everything must go. Um, don't do that unless you're called to do it. That's just a suggestion. Not all of us are called to do that. But friends, some of us are. Some are called to do that. Just as he calls some to live, uh, live a life of celibacy. And part of the reason for that, part of the reason for that is because the, the world will never be convinced that there is a higher love than the love for the things of this world unless they see it in the lives of, of actual people who do it, who actually pursue that love. It's hard to convince people that, that there's a love that is higher than these earthly and temporary things until we see it embodied in the lives of women and men. So Jesus calls, to, calls some to serve him in that way. And they're the ones who show us that there is a love beyond the love of the things of this world. Their example helps us to understand that we cannot be a disciple of his as long as we love something or someone more than we love him. This, is, this kind of renunciation is part of the cost of discipleship. He was talking about paying the cost of discipleship in our gospel today. And so he addresses the crowds of people who, who want to follow him for either for celebrity or for, for, one other reason, for one reason or another. And he tells them, be aware of what it costs to follow me. Be aware. Friends, our Lord has invited us to live a different kind of life in this world. And it's not a life of ownership. It's not a life of, uh, of, of owning things as though someone other than God can actually own anything, can actually claim ownership of anything. But he's inviting us to a, to a higher, more exalted life, and that's the life of stewardship. We're stewards of the great gifts that God has given us. And we've been asked not to worship and grasp these things for ourselves, but to manage them as, though, as, as the kind of people who are worshiping and serving him. And it's our way of participating in the process of, of God breaking his life into the world drawing people to himself and drawing people to his love. But even more than ownership and stewardship, he's inviting us to a life of discipleship. Doesn't mean that we'll be perfect, but it does mean that we'll, we will count the cost of following him and we will follow him because we love him and not let something less than God become the God that we worship with our lives. Amen? Amen.